Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Alec Robinette. Alec, are you ready to do this? George, I am ready. Excellent. Let's do this. Alec is a CFP and the founder of Elemental Financial, a firm offering indie artists a philosophical approach through creating and living their financially sound dreams. I'm excited to have you on. Alec, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, thank you, George. Uh, so I reside in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm with my wife and two young boys that are five and two and a half. Nice. And I, uh, you know, I, I kind of stumbled into the financial industry back in 2005 uh, after many just random jobs and work that I'd done in you know, my teens and early 20s. And um, yeah, I'm just kind of, I, I enjoyed the, the challenge of learning and uh, what I was doing and, you know, worked for some rather larger wealth management companies. And then I left, I left corporate wealth management when my first son was born um, in 2015. Uh, I was doing advisor facing consultant work, consulting work and decided I wanted to not be on the road um, and become a stay at home dad. And in doing that, I decided I'm going to start my own financial planning company. At the time we were living in Nashville. Uh, so as I started doing market research and having conversations about my idea and what I wanted to offer, it uh, became apparent to me that most everyone I was talking with uh, was associating the music industry in some form or fashion, and they all had similar challenges around cash flow, variable income, tax planning, and more than anything, and I hear this to, you know, to this day, is how do I find and the balance between the income that I need to make at a regular job and then my passion, my you know the art that I'm making. Uh, and so yeah, Elemental Financial formed from my decision to um, you know leave corporate wealth management and where I was living and the conversations and and my passion uh, as well, not as not necessarily as a musician. i've I've dabbled in in spoken word and managed a record store and worked at a college radio station, but I wouldn't call myself a musician, uh, but I do have a love to help uh, those that are doing it. And, um, yeah, my, you know, my reason is I believe that, you know, when artists prosper, they can deliver more of their message to the world. And thus elemental financial is here to empower them, uh, with those capabilities. I love it. I think that that's awesome. And, and for sure. Right. I'm, I'm picturing in my head, some of our most famous, uh, and most successful artists, if they were sitting around, um, with a bunch of financial concerns on their mind, they probably would not be creating the kind of work that, that, that we all enjoy. So, so I, I, I appreciate that very much. Uh, so I love the idea, uh, on, on a new website. I saw that, uh, it's financial planning to the beat of your own drum. And obviously mm-hmm. I, I appreciate wordplay, um, from, from a, a musical instrument standpoint, but Talk a little bit about um, you. You mentioned that it's cash flow, variable income, tax planning, things like that. But talk about some of the other uh, interesting aspects to working with creative folks. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, as far as as I dive into a relationship, we we really get into some some in depth, um, just what uh, what they want their ideal life to look like um, is is the angle I go with as far as uncovering what their goals are. Um, you know, obviously, I, I tend to know that okay, they've, if they've reached out to me, there are financial concerns um, or there are opportunities that are that are present and they want some help with. Um, but it's, you know, what, it, you know, what, what is it that they really want? What is the, you know, I'm trying to just kind of peel back the layers of how I can help them. Um, and, and oftentimes what I, what I realize or what comes to the surface is, you know, there's, there's maybe different challenges around money. I mean, we all have them, but uh, I think artists often have this, this stigma around, um, you know, doing what they love to do. And, and, and that's the reason they're doing it, not necessarily because they want to make money. Right. Uh, so, so it's, I often, you know, we'll, we'll have conversations around, around mindset. Um, in addition to, Hey, let's make sure we, you know, get a handle of, of cash flow and know what's coming in, know what's going out. Um, but it often is mindset. And the way I've, I've started to steer what I'm doing is, is to, to add value via kind of peering into what their revenue streams are and making sure that they're taking advantage of everything that might be out there and, and available to them. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. And you know, if, if you were to ask anybody, what do you want your ideal life to look like? I think that we probably all have passing ideas of, you know, of what you want your leisure time, your family time, your actual work time, all that stuff to look like, but we maybe have not put pen to paper necessarily. And when you do talk about a more creative type people who really enjoy if it's performing or or creating, you know, it's, I I, I don't know. I think it's probably on a person by person basis. If they've necessarily done that, they just want to Mm -hmm. maybe be doing what it is that that they love doing. So yes, to to your point, helping them to actually put, pen to paper or, or brush to canvas to figure out what they want their life to look like. Yeah, definitely. And do, do you find that are, are, are there certain tools that, that, that you, that you use with certain different kinds of people? If, if you recognize that somebody is maybe visual or auditory, or is it just, is it a matter of just asking the questions and then helping them to, to, to figure it out? Yeah, so it starts with with just questions, just having conversations, uh, and then uh, the tool that I primarily use is is mind mapping. So it's something where um, we'll dig in, you know, say the second or third conversation of of these deep dives into goals, and then part of their homework is to then I give I give them a link to a, a shared mind map. So using that technology to where okay, here's I'll give you a framework of kind of what, you know, what you can do with this, but just go dump it all out there. And then in, in, in somewhat of a way where you have absolute freedom, but also just thinking through, you know, short-term, mid-term, long-term goals. Um, and not just, you know, some of it is finance, some of it is personal, some of it is business and, you know, just really an open canvas for them to throw it out there and explore. And then I use that as a way for us, um, in, in the future to look back on what are we, what's, what are we accomplishing? You know, what are the things that in the mind map that maybe are, 
have more levels of things that that are happening in them versus ones that they've written but maybe that's it stopped there um to allow us to come back and have some accountability of where where are we with what you put out there into this uh you know your brain you know exploding onto paper (laughs) or in this case really a a screen right yeah, and so obviously it's it's so much stuff, uh-huh. and so you just you dump it in there, and this helps to organize it a little bit. And I, I assume I don't know that I'm all that familiar with with mind mapping. I could probably benefit from it. Um, it's a matter of all the different aspects of our lives and helping to organize it from a time perspective. Tell me a little bit more about what it does. Yeah, so the tool that I that I use called MindMeister, and it's um, you know. For me, it's it, mainly I'm using it as as a just space to gather. Um, so as as an example of sometimes where I'm unorganized uh, is I'll have as a say my my past of writing poetry or spoken word um, I have notebooks everywhere, and you know as I have thoughts I pick up whatever notebook is available and find an open page and write in it. Okay. And. Uh, whether I whether I get get back to that thought or page is in itself a mystery. Right. Uh, so this is from what I'm, <laughs> where I'm trying to help them train in terms of all right these the conversations that we're having that you know let's say in 30 minute or 60 minute block that you know we can start piecing those in there. But in the next week or next couple of days, and something comes up that hey I wanted to have that I want to remember to have that in a conversation with Alec or I accomplished this and using the mind map as a space that, that I'm trying to get them trained to go in and, you know, add as far as accomplishments, but also, you know, I'll build into if they've made a goal, a list of tasks in there that we can go look at and see. And um, it's a, a, sh- a shared you know, view into where we are with these goals. Got it. No, I think that that's incredibly valuable, and I, I know how important accountability in life is. So I think that that's great. And what what I was thinking as as you were explaining this to me is, you know, for folks who are actually full time, um, pursuing their art, if if mm-hmm. it's music or whatever, and their big concerns a lot of the time, I'm sure, are just like you said well, geez, sometimes I wish I had that consistent paycheck coming in. The flip side of that coin is somebody who does have that consistent paycheck coming in, but they really want to flip to get to the point where they are able to pursue their art. So helping to people to to organize what they want their life to look like, what the actionable goals to get there are, I think that that would be obviously a beneficial thing for, for both those kinds of people. And I think that that's a lot of us. Yeah, and I... I, I... You know, I, I, well, this is a common common co- conversation that I have as far as uh, it may not be the first thing that they bring up, but eventually um, whether it's a client or whether it's someone I meet and they find out what I'm doing is how do I, how do I find the balance or the time to do what I want to do when you know, I have this nine to five job. Um, and so I, I've got a pretty basic calculator that I use and I call it the moment of truth calculator. And there's a long story behind that. Uh, but it is doing nothing more than looking at what your monthly expenses are. If you're, you know, have a, um, you know, the more reliable job today, like what that 
what that is bringing in income wise and then what your other income streams are and what your reserves are if you have savings hopefully and then it gives us spits out a um in months now how much time you have to kind of work through through that and as you build up the other income streams um and it's a very basic starting point of just giving them an idea of if you left that job today that okay you might have three months of making up the difference because you have some some reserves to cover the difference in what you're used to having as your income and and what your your gig money is currently uh, with the understanding that obviously okay if you've left now we can spend more time and hope you're going to make more income on on the art um, but it's it's i use it as a starting point just to give some framework of i understand that that's what you want to do but let's think about it and figure out when the right time to plan, you know, how to plan for it and when's the best time for you to make that, that decision. Yeah. I think that that's fantastic. I, I, I love everything about that. The moment of truth calculation, you know, deadlines and, and expectations are imperative, I think to any kind of a successful venture. And I would have to think, I don't have a ton of experience working with, with the, with, with creative types, but they're probably more prone to, to make, uh, more impractical decisions to throw themselves into it without actually having actually worked through the numbers and knowing, Hey, I've got four months to do this. And so here's the, the I, I need to be actually making progress towards this. Otherwise I'm in big trouble. Yeah. And oftentimes they've, they've made those decisions. And so now, you know, obviously it depends on every, but certain circumstance, but uh, you know, one is, is, their upbringing uh, plays a role. Um, making those decisions and failing plays a role uh, in terms of anxiety around when will I be ready maybe to do it again. Uh, and so that that is a challenge that, you know, as a financial coach, um, that I, I get to help play a role in um, helping them, you know, through through planning, find permission to do what they want to do sometimes. And, and probably the thing that I value most in what I do and I cherish as far as having this, uh, ability and having found, you know, the, um, have, having created this company to offer that service. No, I love it. I, I, I love through planning, find permission. And I mean, having financial permission to be able to spend more in retirement or to pursue whatever you're interested in pursuing, you just need to know, man, you need to know what the numbers are. And sometimes, you know, I'd love to hear your take on it, but I think what keeps us from doing that is just fear of what we're going to find. Yeah. It, yeah. It, fear, yeah, the anxiety of usually what's happened in the past and, and that, um, you know, things that didn't work out. And the, uh, you know, it's it comes back to, so my moment of truth calculator. Um, I am also, uh, starting doing interviews for a video cast called moment of truth in which I am interviewing, you know, short interviews, five minutes. And the question is, you know, just tell me a time when, of, of a, a point in your life, when you made a decision, we're going to call that the moment of truth in which your life shifted. Right. Things 
how that decision came about, there's probably a lot of, of, of baggage and, and, you know, throughout your life that happened, but usually there's a decision and then life is in a new trajectory in the next day or next weeks. And just hearing these stories, um, one, I just, I love stories and it's, it is a very, you know, it's something that's very vulnerable in, in someone telling them, telling me or telling who I'm going to project it out to about, you know, how they have made these decisions. Um, and they, so yeah. And the fear, you know, fear is, is sometimes in, in, in what I'm get to hear oftentimes is that they, they relinquish that fear, right. And that something has driven them, you know, and, and it's either internally, um, but also sometimes can be externally as far as their own health or health of a loved one or the passing of a loved one uh, that is allowing us to realize I need to live life a little more fully. And to do that, I need to let the fear go and just do it. I love it. I think that that's going to be a, a, a really, really fun project for you to work on. And I, I, I think that there's immense value in that. I think you're going to have so many cool stories and probably sad ones and, and exciting ones. And something else that tells me that uh, that overnight success that takes 20 years is probably going to be present in, 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 in a lot of it as well. So I yep. love it. Well, Alec, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So my tip is just to get out and network. Uh, and I'm one that uh, still believes in you know doing this maybe more as an in-person. Um, but as far as, and this is more speaking to everyone, but as far as let's talk about musicians for a second, that um, in this day and age, you know, the, the industry has changed a lot and there's a lot of people that are trying to figure things out in terms of how to be a do-it-yourself musician and, and make it happen. And uh, there's so much that you can learn from, from peers in doing that, but also just the, the opportunities, connections that you can make, learning opportunities and, and fans. Um, online is still, there's plenty of op, you know, opportunity to network there, but I, I feel that as someone that uh, gets to, to network with musicians a lot, I am more prone to go and listen or go see you again live if I met you in person versus if I've just read or saw something on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. So get out there and get face-to-face and network. I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets Come on. Come on. And yeah, I, I totally 100% agree, man. It's like technology is great and all, but you got to go... You know, stand in front of somebody or sit in front of somebody for a coffee and get to know them. So I think that that's great. Well, Alec, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Uh, you can go to my website, elementalfinancial.com. Um, and that is, yeah, basically the landing place. Um, can From there, you know, find me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, all of those are Alec J. Robinette or Elemental Financial on Facebook. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Alec your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas or certainly somebody in the music business. Go to Elemental Financial and check out all the great stuff he's got on the site. Um, Thanks again, Alec. Thank you, George. That was great. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. 
Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step-by-step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!